I want to talk a little bit about uh, food. It's, uh, it's 5 p.m. on a Tuesday. I haven't eaten anything yet. Um, I've been up since early morning. I mean, not that early, like 9. woke up at 9 and I haven't eaten anything today. I generally don't eat a lot. Um, or rather, I generally don't really pay attention too much to whether I've eaten or not. It's not usually a very big deal for me. Um, I think our urge for hunger is an excellent trigger for meditation. It's a thought we all notice. You know, I am hungry. And our intimate experience and history with hunger, food and eating and taste is a great place for just, you know, mind exploration, mindfulness practice. I, I'm on a diet. Um, I guess I would, I don't know actually what the plan is. Uh, I've started dieting because I wanted to see if I could lose weight and what it would be like. And that triggered an intense meditation and just thought processes about how much do I want to lose weight and how much weight do I want to lose and how to do that. Uh, and I have so much to say about this. So I guess I'll just dive right into it. Got to get better at introductions, I guess. Being like, today I'm going to talk about this and that because so-and-so, instead of just starting to talk about it. Or maybe I don't have to. Maybe that's just one thing I could do. Maybe it wouldn't even be better. Maybe the current approach is better. So about three months ago, I, um, for various reasons, which I'm not sure what they are, decided to diet. Um, I guess it depends on who you ask. I would say I've always been lean, but I guess others would disagree if you ask my wife. Um, <clears throat> we moved to the U.S. about a year ago, and uh, the U.S. has a lot of delicious food. I also started smoking about a year ago, and uh, one thing led to another, and I have eaten a lot of cookies from Safeway. Let's put it that way. <laughs> not to a point where I felt like I was big or anything, just certainly not as lean as I used to be. Um, and then I was like, you know, because I'd, I'd always thought to myself, I remember having this as very explicit thoughts. I, I've been working out since I was 17, I guess, mostly strength and resistance exercises. Um, I've always led a pretty active lifestyle, so I was always, you know, at least not overweight, for sure. Probably le le like skinny, not super skinny, but whatever, lean, fit. I was always fit. Always been like outdoorsy and stuff, so I was, I was, I was okay. But like I said, you get older, spend most of your career sitting down, eat a lot of cookies. One thing leads to another. Back in the years when I 
over the years, since I've been doing resistance training and, and strength, it's, it's always been about bulking up, never about slimming down. And I remember thinking to myself that if I wanted to lose weight, I could. You know, it's just a matter of being like, all right, I'm going to do this now and then do it. Like there's no way that this could not succeed. This is a thought I had, I used to have about myself. And then I decided about three months ago to be like, all right, let's do this. Let's see if you can walk the walk. Let's see if this is true that you could indeed lose weight if you just decide to do it. Um, I think this was also a process of other realizations about myself, about how my own personality is and about how my, my own mind works. And maybe how everybody's mind works, but certainly mine, um, that I wanted to test out. And what I did was briefly, hope this will stay brief. I gave someone a thousand dollars and told them to donate it to a fascist football club, which I especially hate. Um, if I don't lose, you know, enough weight in enough time, fast enough. Um, and he said, no problem. This was a person I trusted to exit execute this. So I knew that it was up to me to make sure this money does not reach this football club, which I hate, you know, and in your mind, you might want to replace this football club with whatever person or organization or entity you hate with a visceral, you know, emotional, just immediate from the gut hatred. Um, so I knew I was going to lose weight and lose enough weight because there is no way on hell I would let my money get to these guys. And if I just got to skip some meals, that's no problem. If I got to go run around the street until I'm skinny, I'll do that. If I have to lean over the toilet and force myself to vomit up every single meal until I'm skinny, I will do that before I will allow this money to go to these guys. I don't need, there's no rational calculation for me of, you know, is it more important for me to be skinny or to enjoy this yummy cake? No. This is a cause I feel so strongly about at a, gut level. I mean, these metaphors are sort of assuming this is how it works. I'm not sure this is how it works. But there are a lot of different theories about this. Right? So a leading theory is about how our mind is separated, can be viewed as two distinct systems, the sort of reptilian, you know, lower brain, which is in charge of our gut reactions, disgust, you know, yummy food, just the animalistic sort of behavior and then we have the top part the mammalian brain which is in, in charge of strategy and long-term planning and values and uh, things of that nature and then what some people will claim is that this is a way to describe people's motivations choices actions um, and that it, in a case such as my own in this case i attached it to something i attached eating to something that I feel very strongly about with my reptilian brain, which is also where hunger comes from, right? So this, because the problem with dieting is that any person, or at least many people would say something like, like if they could just choose to eat less and be skinnier, they would choose this, right? They would be like, yeah, where do I sign up? I'll sign here, yeah. Less cakes, more skinny, awesome. Obviously the real world does not work like this, right? Because the person who says they prefer 
to be skinny over to eating yummy cake is driven by a different part of the mind, a different part of the brain than the same person when the opportunity arises and this person displays weakness, right? This hypothetical person displays weakness and makes up some excuse to themselves, right? There's always some excuse. It's some reason. It's like, well, I haven't eaten anything today, so whatever. Or, you know what? I really like this cake and I'm going to let myself do it. Or it's my birthday. Or, um, you know, it's okay to just eat a few cookies. It's, or it's just okay to eat one cookie. Even if you're just like, I'm just going to take one bite because it's okay to take one bite. This is still a decision you could choose not to take. Like theoretically, right? Like the, the guy who said that he prefers to be skinny over eating the cake will be like, no, not even one bite. I want to be skinny. I want to lose weight. Right? So how do we explain this? That the choice I make when discussing it when I'm full is not the choice I make in the heat of the moment, right? Which is a symptom we see a lot with people who uh, succumb to pressures, to, to urges of you know drugs, of sex, um, or just choices that you make of, and in our case of food, where the choice made in the heat of the moment is made with a different set, uh, different parameters, right? Or maybe it's a different system in the brain that's making this decision. So that's the common theory that people have. That hunger is one of those primal urges that is, that is, um, hunger is one of those primal urges that comes from the reptilian part of the mind that deals with urges, immediate urges. And so you can't suppress it with just high level thought and strategy because when you're hungry, then that part of the mind takes over, right? Again, this is sort of a theory, but a very popular one. When I say theory, it sounds disrespectful. I don't mean it in that way. I just mean it's a scientific framework. It's, some people might say scientific results, you know, scientific knowledge. It's, uh, I, I agree with all this. It's just different ways of describing the same thing. Um, so what I disagree with is that this is the only way to explain the dilemma between sticking to your diet or eating a piece of cake. So back in my, to my example, one might say that or a possible explanation, right? To fit it with this theory is that my disgust is conveyed in my reptilian brain too. So now when I see a food, I am like disgusted by the notion that I would gain weight because it would lead to a result that I view as so unpleasant that I, it repel, it physically repels me. Um, and so this has proven to be an extremely strong motivator for myself. And I indeed went immediately into a mode of eat nothing you know, I would meet people and it would, I would tell them I'm on a diet and they would ask like, what, what diet am I doing? As if there's a, you know, there are like a few discrete options and you can only choose one of them, like a no carbs diet or a low sugar diet, or, you know, maybe I'm just doing intermittent fasting or something. And I was like, all of them, I'm just trying everything I can to lose weight because if you want to lose weight, that's what you should do. In my opinion, assuming you don't have, you know, health problems or any, any larger issues at play. If you have a cause, then do what you want to do to get to this cause, right? Do whatever steps would be appropriate to take, whatever steps would work. And clearly, if you want to lose weight, there are a bunch of different steps that would work, right? So like 
I mean, let's spell out the obvious ones, right? It's don't eat too much food. Don't eat junk. Don't eat sugars. Try not to eat things that have been processed. Try to eat natural foods. Eat a lot of plants, right? Michael Pollan writes about this. Um, if you're going to eat meat, try to eat um, lean meat. In general, try to lower the amount of calories you intake. Definitely do not drink anything that has sugar in it. And then exercise, right? Get your metabolism up. Build some muscle so it'll continue to burn calories. Also looks nice. Sleep well, right? Do all these things. Just And these are all in the practical sense, right? It was habits, but also find whatever would motivate you mentally to stick the course because you're going to have, you know, your own uh, distractions and you will be mentally weak in the moment because that's how is that's how we all are. And it's better to acknowledge this and pretend it's not going to happen. So in your weak moments, what will you be telling yourself? In these moments when you change your mind, what will you be telling yourself? Because that's what being of a weak mind can be viewed as, right? It will seem logical to you in the moment. It won't seem like you can't stop yourself. It'll seem to you like you just have a justification at this moment. Sometimes we go into sort of a binge rage, just like gobble, gobble, gobble. But oftentimes we justify it to ourselves in other ways. So in that moment when you will be trying to justify it to yourself and succeeding because you're just gonna, going to be talking to yourself, you'll change your mind. That's how our thoughts are about things. Like now I don't want to eat the cake. Oh, now I have some reason and I'm going to eat the cake. These are all just thoughts in my mind. How do you lock yourself into a system where your motivation aligns your incentives to be like, hell no, I'm not touching this cake. Are you kidding? If I eat this cake, it's fascist football club. We're going to get my thousand bucks. Hell no. So I did this and it was great. It was so much fun. Um, every time I felt like eating anything at all, I started a debate in my mind between should I or shouldn't I? And I could feel these different voices. And it was a very productive meditation technique and very enjoyable meditation sessions where I could really observe my various thoughts about this subject. It was also uh, great at just helping me lose weight. I lost like 18 pounds um, because I went full monk mode, you know, full Nazi, just not eating anything. Um, this Again, this is a, the, the trigger for this whole conversation is that today I noticed I did not eat anything because I guess I just got used to it. Although that's just a theory about why I didn't eat anything. Those could be, you know, competing theories. Maybe it's because I've been feeling bad. Maybe it's People will say, well, because I'm just at home and I didn't go out, um, but I have food at home. So I could have eaten something. I could have ordered something. The other night, I got really high, and um, I ordered two double cheeseburgers from McDonald's, and they were delicious. And um, honestly, being high has been, on the one hand, very difficult in terms of dieting because I get high a lot. And very often when people get high, they get munchies, and they just eat like crazy, and so do I. It's a real problem if you're trying to lose weight and you're uh, getting high, but I wonder if I'll ever regret publicly saying that I got high. It's an interesting dilemma to have, right? Whether you're willing to commit because, you know, things on the internet are forever, 
what if one day I'm running for president and people be like, oh, this dude just got high this one time. I'll be like, no, you got me. I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway, <laughs> people who care about that kind of stuff, seriously. Anyway, um, where was I? So this has been an amazing uh, trigger for very productive mindfulness meditation sessions of, of really observing my own thoughts. Um, I lost a ton of weight. I'm, I don't know if I'm as lean as I've ever been, but, uh, honestly, probably I almost have like, you can see the outline of like my abs, you know, like the six pack kind of shit. It's crazy. It's, um, yeah. And now I'm like, I sort of feel like I've accomplished my goal of my original goal of proving to myself that I can lose weight if I want to, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I never really set a new numeric target. I was just like, lose as much weight as fast as possible. Um, I mean, a set of weights for the, um, what, what is the term for this? How do you call this? For the, the, the for my brother to whom I gave a thousand dollars and he, a gum who, uh, you know, graciously offered to, to help me with this and like committed to giving this money to his football club, which I hate so much. Um, so he helped me out with this and, um, anyway, but I, I sailed past that number like immediately. That was really, that was really easy. Um, and it's been four months now. So when I was reflecting on the fact that how do I assign a number to this? Like, how do I, because I I was, I tried to go through a, I meditated on what the number should be. And I was like, how do I choose a number? Like, what should it be? Like, I think in kilos, it was like three kilos, you know, 10 kilos. Like what, what's the bar so eventually i set for my like what, what when do i stop um i went back and forth on this and i decided to stop within three months which is two and a half months was when we went to burning man so that's that was like a just a way to stop the back and forth of thinking about how much should i how how much time should i allocate for this exercise uh And then now it's been four months. So the three-month mark is come and gone. And I was like, all right, I still want to do this. I decided I also want to eat yummy food because yummy food is really yummy. I mean, by definition, right? Uh, so I decided I'd, I'd let myself eat yummy foods, but on odd months, I would also I would eat yummy foods and diet. And on even months, I won't eat yummy food. By yummy food, I mean yummy, non-nutritious food, such as cheeseburgers. This reminds me of, I think, a line I lost earlier when I was talking about how being high really helps me observe, really helps me meditate. It really helps me view my own mind from different perspectives and view the world from other perspectives. Um, makes me a lot more flexible mentally. So in that sense, it's been extremely beneficial for mindfulness for meditation and for dieting um, indirectly but that's that sort of offsets a little bit the the damage caused by getting high than you know chasing down cheeseburgers which are delicious by the way so i've lost a lot of weight that's nice um i'm like as lean as i've been it's nice i guess now I'm wondering what to do with this. And today I didn't eat anything, which I guess is good. It sort of gives me like dieting points. I can like, I don't need to diet as hard later. 
I guess. So I can like afford to eat a cheeseburger later tonight. Honestly, yeah, that's what I should. I think this is what happened yesterday too. Yesterday I ate only spinach during the day. And then at late, at night I was like, well, actually I, I had a chicken quesadilla too. And then at night I was like, whatever, I can eat cheeseburgers now and I'll still be like under 2,000 calories. And I mean, it's not the healthiest diet, but my diet was never about health. It was about just losing weight. And to reiterate, the best way to lose weight from a practical point of view, is to not eat anything and work out really hard and sleep well. Um, but you can you can sort of you know compromise on any of these. Um, and if you eat nutritious food, it'll help. And if you eat low-calorie food, it'll help. So now I'm trying to just, I guess, eat nutritious food, not too much of it, and allow myself some cheeseburgers once in a while. This is the plan for like odd months. So we're in I'm recording this in September. Um, I can eat cheeseburgers during September. And then in October, it's back to full monk mode, during which I only eat chicken, fish, vegetables, eggs, and maybe some fruit. Or at least try very hard to consume only these, and usually successfully. So, you know, you, the avid listener... The uh, attentive listener probably thought to yourself, oh, well, you ate nothing during the day. That's why you couldn't hold it. And then you ordered cheeseburgers later at night and you just you ruined everything. It would have been better to eat healthy throughout the day. And I sort of agree with you that it would probably be more nutritious. That's just not how I roll. And I'm more of a monk that can eat, that can just fast all day when I'm sober. And then I'm a hedgehog, which orders cheeseburgers and doubles them down when I'm high. And it's good to know yourself, you know? Maybe I could change myself if I really tried, but it just sounds kind of boring. I really like my way better. So even if it's less healthy, it's it's a lot of fun. It's like exciting. Fasting is exciting and cheeseburgers are exciting. And just eating healthy foods all day long is okay, I guess. Does not strike me as particularly exciting. Yeah. So... Um, what am I going to do? Yeah, so I'm not going to eat anything, I guess, until I get something that really is a good idea to eat today. But then I'm thinking, maybe this is the reason behind me being in a bad mood today. A lot of people have told me that when they don't eat or don't eat enough, don't eat well, then this explains sometimes why they become irritable. I don't think that's the case with me. I mean, biology is probably pretty similar between all of us, but at least on a conscious level, I'm not conscious of being upset because I do not have food. I am observant of how I feel about it, and I don't mind this feeling of being hungry, at least not consciously. I kind of relish it. It's kind of a cool feeling, especially now because it's... Maybe in my mind it's associated with the, my thoughts about dieting and my, uh, I mean, I'm pretty pleased with myself to have proven to myself that like, yeah, dude, if you decide to do something like this, you can just do it. So maybe that's why. Maybe a lot of people, this is associated with negative feelings about, like being hungry is associated with negative feelings about their own willpower and uh, self-image. You know, weight is a big problem with a lot of people. Well, maybe people are just hungry. 
maybe they're just like, fuck it. I really fucking want to eat. And I want to eat this delicious, you know, filling food right now. Get out of my way. They become annoyed if they don't get it. Or maybe it's something else entirely. Or maybe it's different between different people. What I'm, I guess my overall point, if I have one, um, is that observing these feelings and thoughts about hunger and the feelings and thoughts of hunger is a great trigger for me to enter meditation. My preferred form of meditation is talking about things. But thinking about them is good too. And now I'm talking about them online, which is... Uh, not online, I meant to say uh, I'm talking about them out loud, rather. Um, also online, I suppose. Which is... Uh, Talking about something to yourself is kind of halfway between talking and thinking, I guess. Some people do it unconsciously. Yeah. All right. Um, this has been a good episode, I felt. Uh, hunger. Yeah. I think this will be the name of this episode. Hunger and hunger as a segue to meditation. Yeah. It's a good name. All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I would really like it if if you've heard all this podcast and you enjoyed it, um, I would really like to know that it would make me feel, I think it would make me feel um, happy. So I would appreciate it. If you uh, could let me know in any way that you uh, heard this podcast, just reach out to me in email or whatever, messenger, WhatsApp, text. Just tell me like right now, before you forget, Hey, I heard this podcast about hunger. I really liked it. Um, if you didn't like it, that's okay. I guess. I mean, I guess I would feel kind of hurt. So if you didn't like it, don't bother telling me that you didn't like it. That would just be hurtful, I think. Yeah. But in any case, thank you very much for listening. And um, talk to you soon.